Hello, my friends. This is Andy and Hedy coming to you live from your Belinda, California for the Living Fearless Devotional. A production of ResurrectMinistry.com, harnessing the power of the internet to bring the gospel to every corner of the earth. Whether you are a new believer or a seasoned saint, we hope you can find resources that will uh, deepen your relationship with Christ and inspire you in new ways. So we have um, our past podcasts that you can listen to. We have pastors maybe you've never heard of before or that you will reconnect to, worship bands, books, resources, um, interesting charitable organizations to support and get involved, maybe yes. volunteer at. And drop us a line. We love to hear from you. Send us a comment. We read them all personally. And if you care to donate, you have an opportunity to do that as well. Yes. The donate now button. And this video, please like, share, subscribe. Hit the bell if you're on YouTube to get notifications so that um, you can be alerted whenever we go live. Because a lot of times we do not have a fixed schedule, which we should work on doing a fixed schedule. But until right. that time... Uh, if you hit the bell, you'll get notifications of when we're going live. That was so good. Thanks. Harnessing the what? The power of the internet. The power of the internet. That was good, Schnooks. Thank you. And while you're watching, make sure you comment, uh, whether you're watching live or the replay. So make that happen. We're reading from Morning by Morning by Charles Spurgeon for April 25th. And the reference is Song of Songs 210. This says, arise, my darling, my beautiful one, and come with me. Come. Charles Spurgeon says, listen, listen. I hear the voice of my beloved. He speaks to me. Fair spring weather is smiling on the face of the earth, and he desires I not be spiritually asleep while all of nature around me is waking from her winter's rest. He bids me arise, and well, he does. For long enough, I have been lying among the weeds of worldliness. I like that expression. He is risen, and I am risen in him. Then why should I cling to the dust? From lesser loves, desires, pursuits, and aspirations, I desire to, to rise toward him. He calls me by the sweet title, my darling, and considers me beautiful, is this not a good argument to arise? <laughs> if he has exalted me to this place and thinks of me as lovely, how can I linger in the tents of Kedar and seek my friends among the children of mankind? He bids come with me further and further from everything selfish, lowly, worldly, and sinful. He calls me. Yes, from the outwardly religious world that does not know him, and which has no understanding of the mystery of the higher way, he calls me. Come with me. The call has no harsh sound to it in my ears. Yet what is there that holds me so yet what is there that holds me to this wilderness of vanity <laughs> and sin? Oh my Lord, I desire to come with you, but I am tangled among the thorns and cannot escape them as I would like. I desire, if it were possible, to have neither eyes nor ears nor heart for sin. You call me to yourself by saying, come with me, and it is a melodious call indeed. To come to you is to come home from exile, to come to land after a raging storm, to come to rest after tremendous toil, to come to the goal of my desires and the summit of my wishes. But, Lord, 
how can a stone arise? How can a lump of clay come with you from deep within a horrible pit? Raise me, draw me. Your grace can do it. Amen. Send forth your Holy Spirit to kindle the flames of love in my heart, and I will continue to rise until I leave life and time behind and indeed come to you. Yes. That, that uh, sure speaks to about 20 some odd years of my life. <laughs> Come to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just was entangled in the thorns of worldly oh, sin. So good. Because um, it seemed at the time that I just, it was what I wanted, what I desired, what was fun, what was exciting. And I was blind to also the destruction. Not just was I blind to God's love and him calling me. <laughs> I, was, I was blind to the, the, every time something destructive would happen, I would, I would ignore it, you know, and just think, eh. you know, um, and it's so different now. It's so different to see how just life can be so much better um, than being tangled in the thorns of sin. Yes. It seems like fun at the time, but it is, it is really, it really is not. <laughs> well, the, um, I really, really love this. I think this is probably one of my favorite from all time because um, my miracle with Christ uh, began auditory. So it wasn't visual. It was auditory. It was hearing his voice. And uh, I subsequently heard several very important things that he said I'd say there's a handful that I can count on one hand, possibly two. Uh, and one of them was walk with me, daughter, learn my ways. And I, it's just, I, when I hear this devotional say, come with me, it's exactly what I felt the Lord calling me to. Cause he was like, walk with me, daughter, learn my ways. And it was this call to um, leave everything behind. Just stop, you know, just Stop chasing, stop running, stop pursuing. Um, look at me and pursue nothing but me and nothing but a relationship with me. And it was uh, such a beautiful, at times very difficult, but such a beautiful time, those first couple years of meeting Christ. Hmm. So that's what this reminds me of. Just that call, leave everything that's selfish, that's lowly, that's worldly, that's sinful. Just leave it. You know, find the mystery of the higher way. He's calling me. He's calling me. That's so good. When, just for those that are not quite where you or I are at in our walk. Yes. That we, we clearly know the difference. <laughs> um, but um, what, what was it that was, you, you said that was somewhat difficult? What, what, were, what was difficult about it or how did you deal uh, with difficulty? Well, it was when you leave a life of sin. So I wasn't going out. I wasn't partying. I wasn't drinking. I wasn't using any substances. Like I had this thing for prescription amphetamines. None of that. Um, couldn't date. I mean, not date. Mm. Like I would talk to somebody on the phone or go to, but there was no physical contact. So I eliminated all physical contact. Mm -hmm. Um. And so it was all of these, and it was lonely, you know? So when you do all those things, it gets really, really lonely. I literally had my parents and my daughter and that was it. And my mentor who was not physically in the same city right. as me. So it got, it was at times extremely lonely. So what did you do? Or was, is there something for somebody that may be going through that loneliness? What, is there anything that 
I helped just, you to get through it? I just pushed in. <laughs> I just pushed in. I just, yeah. I just pushed into um, walking with Jesus. And it was, it was through crying on my knees, you know, with my head to the floor, just mm. sobbing uh, that I felt his overwhelming grace. I felt like the, the more desperate I felt, the more he met me where I was. You know, it was, it was almost like a symbiotic relationship between my grief and pain and his grace. Uh, and, I've, and I notice that now because mm. when, I, when I think everything's okay and I'm like, I'm, I, I think I've, I'm on autopilot, it's when I fall and I reach out my hand that I feel um, his grace present. It's in the fall that I feel the grace. Mm. Does that make sense? Yep. Because otherwise you just kind of, um, <clears throat> you take the grace for granted until he touches you in a way in which, in other words, in a despair that nobody can fix, nothing can fix. Not, not money, not a child, not a friend. It's literally a hole, a space, a void that only God fixes. Mm. And so when he does, when he touches that spot and you're like, oh, I think for me, what helped, I didn't intentionally do it, but uh, it was because it was a gift, uh, the the first devotional that I got, uh-huh. the Smith Wigglesworth devotional. Oh, right. Um, because I, I could see where that time would have been lonely. Uh, for me, I have a lot of kids. Right. So that, that took up any of that where nobody was around type of thing. They're, they were always around. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, but, but what about the days they weren't with you? Yeah, the, so there's a, just a couple days a week that they're not with me. And so I think it was the reading of the devotional, but it was my a commitment to doing that. That obviously the Holy Spirit, you know, put in me yeah. to say, hey, this is uh, a, a friend of yours named Bruce is going to meet with you and he's going to give you a devotional. And when he gives it to you, I want you to read it every day. <laughs> and for me, I had to make that commitment. And of course, yes. I used uh, the live broadcasting uh, to be able to do that because that. It's, it's not, I'm not alone. I'm spending it with God. Yes. So just uh, for those of you that may go through that period, because when you make a decision for Christ, it may not just because you went from being a Muslim to Christianity and lost all of your Muslim friends. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, it could be that your friends are still continuing in their debauchery. Right. It could be that you were Mormon and then, of course, you you decide that you're going to do something else or Scientology because they also shun you when you leave the faith. Absolutely. So um, it's just uh, no longer any fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you um, you're going to have to find something that f- to, to fill that void. And it should be with anything that r- is with God. Yes. If you can uh, as much as possible. I think that's for me. That's what helped me. Well, I mean, but that was. That was the metanoia, like that, that was for sure that I knew I had to turn. I, I had to turn away from everything as, as he was describing um, in this devotional. It was, it was letting go of everything that was behind me. And so that's what makes, that's what makes it lonely, right? It's because mm. you're giving up habits and patterns and things that you've done right. for however many years. And then you're running towards God. You know, you're running towards Jesus. You're running towards a relationship. It's almost like a new boyfriend or something, you know, where Mm -hmm. you're like, you just want to learn everything. You just want to know everything. Uh, And in that process, (laughs) 
Oh. Uh, I was just thinking, I, I asked you a bunch of questions, like, what's your favorite planet? Oh, yeah. What's, <laughs> what's your favorite animal? Right. <laughs> yeah, you got to get to know somebody. You go through all those, that list. Exactly. My, my list of questions. And you go through that with the Lord, too, you know, <laughs> as you're getting to know him and what he's expecting for you and mm -hmm. what he's calling you to and um, the fear, the anticipation, the the growth, the excitement, the fear, all the emotions you feel mm. um, as you begin that journey. I love it. You go to him all and say, it. hey, God, did you hear this pastor that I went to today? Did you, what did you think of what he said? And so some, of, some of that sounded really not right. Yeah. <laughs> so it sounded a little off. <laughs> say hi to some of our friends. We have Carrie on. Carrie says yeah. that uh, she wants us to uh, <laughs> wait two to minutes. Do. We do. Yeah, we run our intro videos, which is uh, what is it, uh, fifteen seconds long, and then we you have your whole speech. Yeah, your, we do her, a little chit chat. Her speech was amazing. Um, so we do. Well, we'll I'll I'll come up with a couple jokes, but see, then you're going to be mad that you missed a really good joke. Oh um, yeah, that's it right there. <laughs> I understand, Carrie. So we do have those things in the beginning that um, uh, kind of fill that space as people are getting notified. So, um, yeah. It's got to be a little quicker. Hi, Iris. So amazing, mm -hmm. Carrie says. And yes, Just... the fall. Yep. Ooh uh, And Carrie says, oh, for me, it was different. He was rescued out. Uh, she was rescued out of a cult. And so the joy oh. was constant. Yeah, it's. Uh, and I mean, for me, for sure, it was. Um, there was a, a ever-present contentment kind of joy, but um, the growth periods were difficult. And it's it's in I think for me also I don't know how it went for you, Carrie, because you got you came to Christ so much younger in your years. But I think because I came to Christ so much older, you didn't have time to let me like dilly dally in the in the daisies. Mm. So I had like a couple of months of dilly dallying and then he's like okay let's get strap the boots on get the helmet on let's go you know like it was he arranged the furniture yeah it was furniture. like we don't have time for this you're too old you're, like, you're gonna die <laughs> we got we got stuff to do you you're gotta get it too. together you gotta get it together i wish i was like uh like our our friends here who got saved when they were like 20 or yeah you know yeah two there would have been so much less destruction yeah, right. If we were... <laughs> so much less. And Carrie says, ah, she got told to read the word and keep her eyes on Jesus yep. in her head, not audible. Nice. Right. So good. What does the, um, what are the scriptures that are associated to the devotional? It, Song of Songs will go from eight to 10. Listen. My beloved, look, here he comes, leaping across the mountains, bounding over the hills. My beloved is like a gazelle or a young stag. Look, there he stands behind our wall, gazing through the windows, peering through the lattice. My beloved spoke and said to me, arise, my darling, my beautiful one, come with me. Can you imagine if that was Jesus saying to us, arise, my beautiful one, come with me. Because, you know, they say song of songs is a type of shadow sounds, of Christ. Sounds so better when you pronounce it lattice. I, I pronounce it lattice. As in lettuce? No, lattice. I always pronounce it lattice. I like it. I may have to change the way that I pronounce it. <laughs> 
as he gazes through the lattice. Yeah. Okay, it doesn't sound like he's a creeper okay. when he's peering through the lattice. <laughs> but if he's peering through the lattice, it's not like, like a, a fence. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew 28, 6. He is not here, for he is risen, as he said. Come, see the place where the Lord lay. He is risen. And Song of Songs 1, 5. <clears throat> Dark am I, yet lovely. Daughters of Jerusalem, dark like the tents of Kadar, like the tent curtains of Solomon. Psalm 31, 19. Oh, how abundant is your goodness, which you have stowed up for those who fear you and worked for those who take refuge in you in the sight of the children of mankind. I don't remember that expression because, you know, that's not in every version. That's in the ESV version, the children of mankind. In the other versions, it says, children. yeah, the children of mankind. It's an interesting expression, isn't it? Um, it is called that you bestow in the sight of all on those who take refuge in you. Oh, it seems a lot different. Right? What is that other one? The, 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 the message or whatever it's called? The message. Let's see how it, the message talks about it. What a stack of blessings you have piled up for those who worship you, ready and waiting for all who run to you to escape an unkind world. You hide them safely from the opposition as you slam the door on those oily, mocking faces. <laughs> you silence the poisonous gossip. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah. In that one sense. <laughs> blessed, <laughs> blessed God, his love is the wonder of the world. Trapped by a siege, I panicked. Out of sight, out of mind, I said, but you heard me say it. You heard and you listened. I'm baffled by yes. how that is the same. But, oh, no, this is 19 through 22. Well, those that are oily and mocking, I guess, are the ones that are from the world. I mean, those that are sinners a, that live in sin. That's yeah. a leap. Huh. Let's see um, if there's anything that in, in living in translation. You, how great is the goodness you have stored up for those who fear you. You lavish it on those who come to you for protection, blessing them before the watching world. Well, I get it now. Okay, so if you compare that to children of mankind, it's everybody who's on the outside of faith, in other words. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, all those are so different. Right? Wow. Okay. Now you know why it's so important people learn. Oily and slimy. The, Original, <laughs> the original language. Was that all of them? Was that all the scripture? Yes. Oh, look at you. What about, uh, what does Dennis have to say or whatever his name is? What's his name again? Jim, Dennis. Where did I get Dennis from? Dennis is the pastor at church. <laughs> Dennis? Who's Dennis? I don't know. Jim Ryman. What does he have to say? Oh, how we are loved. Yes. And so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in him. In this way, love is made complete among us so that we will have the confidence on the day of judgment because in this world, we are like him. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made in perfect love. We love because he first loved us. First John 4, 16 through 19. Father, thank you for the love expressed in the death of your son to redeem me. For a greater love has no one than this, then he laid down his life for his friends. Help me express your love to others by being willing to give of myself in the way that you have given to me. 
not sparingly, but generously, not selfishly, but selflessly. God has poured out his love into our hearts by the Holy Spirit, whom he has given us. Romans mm. 5. So again, I, I've said this, uh, it's been quite a while since I've mentioned it, but uh, I think early on with some men that are really feel like they're manly men mm-hmm. would have difficult with difficulty with this devotional because of what it says. It sounds like I have to a little bit of, it's just, it just yeah. feels like a it's little bit. too uh, romantic. Yes. A little too romantic <laughs> for him calling me darling, Aww. you know, and all that kind of stuff. But once you have this, uh, understanding of who god is it, it's it doesn't even phase me like it would have in the past interesting it, it's also kind of like how i am with my kids even though my son now who's 16 driving and he's a manly man um uh yesterday uh we were at a lacrosse game and uh he was standing there with his buddies and i walked up and i uh, you know he's going to go to his mom's house uh, so it was i was leaving the field and so uh Pat him on the shoulders. I said, great game. He scored like six goals or something like that. And um, and then he uh, reached out to me to grab me and give me a big hug and said, I love you in front of all of his buddies. Aww. And I go, gosh, I, you know what? I, I sure, I, I didn't get that from my parents. Aww. And so that's what you miss when you think that loving something like that, something, loving another human. Uh, like that and it's not your wife and i think even some men have trouble saying that to their wives in that way like i I love their kids even yeah but i mean just even saying to your wife like they have trouble even saying it like that like like the passion of what it is in this devotional yeah i love you (laughs) pat you on the butt i love you you know i love you why do i have to say it all the time you know what i mean yeah no Absolutely. But what a difference, what a difference it is walking with God. And, and one of the things I told myself, even when I wasn't uh, where I am today, is that my, I always want my kids to know that I love them. But uh, it, it just hit me yesterday. And that's why it's, it's so fresh in my mind is that he did that in front of his friends. And his buddies yeah. didn't say, they didn't, they didn't uh, you know, uh, it, I mean, nothing. I mean, he's a little bit of a leader in the team and that people respect him. Everybody tells me he's the goat and all this kind of stuff all the time. Other Kids will come up to me and say, you know, your son's the goat. And I think that that's pretty special that they do that. But um, I think that's, I think that's important. I think it was important not only for he and I, I think it's important for the people, the kids that are around him to hear him say that and not even, he doesn't even hesitate. Yeah. Do our old people, do our older audience know what a goat is? Took me forever to figure out what that was. (laughs) They didn't have that expression of when we were young. Yeah. Greatest of all time. So uh, he's a, he happens to be very talented in the sport and is doing really, really well this year. And uh, uh, everybody's just singing his praises. But um, I, I just just back to the the, the being to able to the being manly part, knowing how important it is to love Aww. as a man. I, I think there's nothing more manly than being able to show that you love. I think that's the greatest thing you can give. What's the point that I was trying to get to? It's the greatest gift you can give a young man as he goes into the world is to mm. love big. Mm. Wow. I almost got a little emotional there. Yeah. I held it together, Schnooks. <laughs> I love this line from lesser loves, desires, pursuits, and aspirations. I desire to rise towards him. Mm. Yes. It's just that, that 
that horrible paradox we find ourselves in in life where it's like the world pulls on us. And he, you know, you could see him out of the corner of your eye saying, come with me. Stop mm. behind. Come with me. And it's like, no, I've got to no, do all this. Just one more time. Right. Can I just? <laughs> so much junk to do. Yeah. So I love that. That was beautiful. Giving up sin can be so hard from, from some people, for some people, you know, it's just, it's just become, it's the, it's who they are. It makes up who they are. Yeah. Well, you know, you were 58 before you did. Well, I didn't say not me. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. Some people don't like to do it. No, it's so much. It, it, it seems, it, it seems time. like fun, but if you really were to turn it around, there's not that many moments of fun because you're spending so much time putting out fires that are trying to destroy you. <laughs> I mean, this is constant. Yeah, it's it's a very difficult game. I mean, the the divorces alone were each of them were about eight years. In, yeah, in, you in, really. They were God just nasty. Teach you something nasty. Like, all right, you had a good week. Yeah, remember that one weekend you had that was so that you think was so amazing. <laughs> I'm gonna give you eight years of torture. I mean, I eight had, years of torture. I had a 22 year relationship. I ended in a month, <laughs> like 30 days. And we had like a lot between us. You guys were fighting over chairs, you know? Like eight years. Eight years. My drone, my cat. A sock. Cameras. Cameras. A hose, a garden hose. A garden hose. Planners. Yeah. Curtains. You guys are just it was so good. What do you mean? I ended up what? <laughs> All right. What does Carrie have to say? Uh, I love how hearing how Andy describes the difference in being a carnal Christian and a spirit-filled Christian. Oh, the carnal Christian. I like yeah. that. Where have, where's that been, Carrie? I've needed that. Yes, we couldn't find the right word. Carnal Christian. That is, you know, that's a very obvious expression. It's a very common expression. Why, why didn't you come up with it? But well, No, I just, I, yeah. <laughs> Carrie, we needed Carrie to come up with it. Yeah, write that down. Write that down. On oh, the post. Oh, oh, I remember. Carnal Christian. Yeah, I remember. Oh. I don't know why it just never triggered. Because he was saying a religious Christian. I'm like, no, that's literally not what you were the exact mm. opposite of a religious Christian. But it's hard to describe. It's kind of hard to describe what you were doing because you weren't you weren't like a Pharisee. You weren't following the <sighs> law by the book, but you were doing all the stuff yes. in the book. Kind of like you were trying to be like a Pharisee. You were trying to be like a religious Christian. I would have wrote, I would have wore all the garb if they would have given it to me. Right? Yeah, just so people saw. And then took it off. Yes, just so people saw. Yes, yes. Yeah, I would have changed in the parking lot and put my bowling shirt on. No, I never wear a bowling shirt, but you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. My debauchery shirt. If I had a debauchery shirt. That is which is a tank top, uh, shorts, See, and flip flops. Us former Muslims, we're too scared of God to do that kind of stuff. Like, I, that's just oh, that, you Christians have had it easy I, for so long. Your God is so loving and so kind. Wow. You're just kind of like, yeah, I can do whatever I want. But it's been fun. My out. experience with that false God was if he was a scary <laughs> dude. So. Like you don't just go running around and running yourself amok. Hmm. Yeah, I spent four or five hours at church. You know. For the men's barbecue, some uh, you know marriage class that I would go to, and then drive home, change, and then go watch <laughs> football at uh, Kelly's. 
<laughs> and hit all the waitresses. <laughs> the Hooters. <laughs> on occasion, the Hooters. Yeah. I got a Hooters story. Oh, no. I'm not going to tell it, but I do have a Hooters story. Good. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard most of your stories. I don't think I want to hear the Hooters story. Oh, it's a, it's a doozy. It is a doozy. Uh, Kate. Hello, Kate from Down Hi, Under. Hey, Kate. See, Kate needs us to talk for a little while, too, apparently. What were you doing, Kate? Were you gardening? Were you out and about? Let's hope. I just hope you're out and about doing something, getting up, getting up, getting out. Yeah, and, and let us know how you're feeling too. Yeah, I hope and you're Carrie, feeling better. What's Carrie saying? There? She's saying she's it's humility. <laughs> she's saying it's God. I'm the donkey. No, <laughs> but yeah, that was that's what we need to remember. Carnal Christian, mm. carnal Christian. So we haven't been on since our. Um, Home church, right? Yeah, that was fun. Um, I'm so excited! I have become an e pastor. What is that? What's yeah, an e pastor? <laughs> Gary, explain what that is. Internet? No. Well, I, obviously, but like, is it for your church, or yeah. is it through a separate like Bible college or something? Yeah, like, like an e pastor for what? Love to hear that story. Um, but we had our home church on Sunday. Yes. And again. People showed up. We had no idea who they were. Lots of new people. Lots of new people. Um, but um, they were dealing with a lot, I think is the best way to put it. Yes. With a, uh, they were associated with uh, another a group, a couple of ours who lost their son to fentanyl. Yes. Um, and going through some difficulties with their daughter, who one of them was uh, in a relationship with the the boy before he died or during right at the period that he was died. the girlfriend of the um, son who passed away yeah but it was it was good that they came yeah, uh, awesome. they had uh, mariama praying over them and stan and kenny. Uh, kenny um it was really interesting how things so i think that the thing main thing i want to talk about is that how you know many people will say that they they will begin something and say, well, I just want to see what God says and see how God takes over that kind of stuff. And then sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Sometimes they just go with something, you know, of that's coming from their flesh. But I don't know that we've ever really said it out loud necessarily that let's just see what happens. But God sure does just simply take over <laughs> because none of that is in my power or my what you mean the words that you said yesterday? That's just what comes after we have our message, where we say ah. our message, and then things begin to happen. <laughs> the spirit moves. I mean, things that are just like people falling down, people are on the ground, uh, people are crying like nobody's business out of either joy or the the, the the grace that God is giving them to just let it out and let them have yeah. that emotional. But so much... It's just interesting to me. I kind of sit back and say, I can't believe this is happening in my house. <laughs> so much uh, spirit filled, so many spirit filled people yeah. causing spirit filled activity. Did you notice how my one friend, her significant other, the person she's like, you know, dating or whatever, he leaves because he had to get to work early. And oh, that's she right. Almost was like passed out on the couch on the chair did you see her no she was like totally out of it and i looked over at her and i was like are you okay she's like yeah i'm just so super relaxed and i don't want to leave so i'm just like kind of just hanging out here on this chair yeah 
I, I kind of thought we were going to end up on the news, like the church in uh, wherever that was, where they, they didn't leave for like a month. Oh, you mean the university? Yeah. Oh, that would have been cool. I almost said Palestine, but that's where the train crash was. Yeah. Where, where was that? <laughs> Oklahoma? Yeah. Is it Oklahoma? Yeah, but uh, so. yeah, they stayed pretty. That's, I think, the latest everybody stayed. Yeah. But it was just, it was... I just don't know how to describe it. It was just after our, uh, your, you had a great message, which caused a lot of discussion, which if, if you want to talk about that, that's awesome. But uh, it was after all that, after our messages and we just stood up and that's our time to eat, you know, cookies and talk yeah. and people that don't know each other are now having conversations and, and they're they got their hands on their foreheads and they're, and people, and there's like, wow, those people don't even, didn't even know each other an hour ago. Right? And it's just, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but I just, I told I, my friend Jeannie, she's like, well, am I going to know anybody? And I'm like, you know what? Not when you first walk in the door. May, I mean, possibly actually, cause they're all local people. Mm. A lot of locals, you may know him. Oh, I remember you from, from Rose drive friends or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I guarantee you will know them before you leave. Yeah. I'm like, it's a very intimate group. We make sure everybody knows everybody's name and everybody gets introduced. And so I went up to her and I said, did you feel comfortable? She's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. We'll definitely be back. And I'm like, oh, I'm so glad. Yeah. So happy to hear that. No, I'm just so I just feel so blessed that uh, God comes into our house like that and just does so many amazing so things. Awesome. So many amazing things. What about you? What did you get out of the. Yeah, I mean, you know, we had that one father that was crying over his kids. I mean, just mentioning his child's. Just mentioning his children made him start crying. Mm -hmm. And um, that's where I am and where I've been the past couple of weeks. So that really touched me, you know, yeah. and that the Lord sent somebody with a similar kind of grief, I guess, was interesting to me because, you know, every time you walk in the room, there's different people mm -hmm. going through different things. Sometimes it's sickness, sometimes it's kids, sometimes it's personal, you know. Um, so there was just a whole kids are really difficult vibe in the room. Yeah. <laughs> You know, but then we have our friend who no longer has our kid in this world. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's a very painful, a very scary juxtaposition. And she's being called to do things that she would never have thought about doing. She was right. speaking, I think yesterday was, was right. it Monday or Tuesday? Yes. Yeah, public service announcements. Yeah. Speaking in front of 800 people or something like that. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. But and she could, she could either, you know, have stayed in her house and, and, um, just been sad and 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 hurt about uh, the loss of her son, but instead she's turning it around and doing something yes. good, which is always, I think, better. Absolutely, because it gets you out doing something and and gives you a purpose. Absolutely, keeps your son her son's spirit alive and yeah. uses his Healthy life for on her Earth. daughter. Yeah, for their marriage and you know, absolutely. I remember what what Carrie's talking about now. Now I do too. Yeah. All yes. this to send out the messages but it's so funny that he and i'm sorry we're leaving that home church really quick there but um his last two messages have been very difficult messages for many people to hear like how do you explain those two and he wants us to send those out first right uh talking about uh last, know, days. last days and just very difficult things for people to understand because not only that there also is controversy about pre and post tribulation and all the other things that come right. with it. It's not just the the discussion is difficult. It is the getting people and to agree on it. And where did it, like uh, Carrie's saying, he said to put it out on our phone contacts. Was mm -hmm. that in an Instagram post he said that? Yeah, 
Yeah, oh, I, I okay. Watched I it. missed those. He lot. said send it in text messages to people. I have 16,000 contacts. Yeah, you'll be busy. So <laughs> get on it. Start now. You'll be done. Imagine. You'll be done by the by May. And when he says that he was, did they make certain clips of it? Or he's talking just about the 45 No, minutes. well, he just said just whatever message you, you find, uh, you know, look on YouTube or look on the website and send that out, the link. Okay, but uh, the whole message, yeah. not a clip, not a shorts. No, the okay. whole message. Uh, because he, the one that's up now obviously has the worship out, it cut out of it, edited it out. It starts with his. What does the- uh, well, he probably always did it, but that's one of the ones he referenced. Okay. So that people get right to the message and start hearing God's word. Uh, so now we're, he's calling us e-pastors. Nice. And now it comes back to me. Thank you, Carrie, for reminding me. I felt bad for not remembering because it was just like okay, the other day. I, before I put that up, what's the spelling? The shorts are the best, right? Some of them are really awesome. Do you know what that's supposed to say? I know as a short, the shirts are best. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Oh, her, Carrie, as a shut-in, now has purpose. Uh, yeah. I now, as a shut-in, have purpose. That's beautiful. Yes. I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. She just wrote in a correction. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, without punctuation, it just kind of yeah. ran together. I couldn't figure it out until you like took a pause. You're like, as a shut in, like as a shut in at purpose. I'm like, I don't get it. Uh, Something gets lost in the translation. All right. What else, Schnooks? That's it. Okay. For the real life network, we are, I think we're getting closer. Are we? I, I know we've been talking a lot about this. Well, it's not all of our fault. No. They've been, it, it's, uh, you know, They've been building this website and building the network and uh, just some technical things have uh, on their end have not worked. I haven't had, I've just, I haven't been home. So you don't know. I don't know. I'll know tomorrow after I drop the kids off. I'll come back home and try to do a couple before I leave. But yeah. You don't have a trial tomorrow, you know. I saw something. What happened? Yeah. Settled. Oh, nice. All right. Not settled. uh, Just the dog issue has been excluded. So you did your job. Oh, (laughs) God gave me a gift. Yes. God's amazing. God I love amazing. that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I love Jesus. We love you guys. Thank you for listening. We'll be back soon. When are we going to be back on? You know what? I really want to know. When I, when I see Jesus, uh-huh. I will ask him, are you like Thank some you. of my friends? Are you like some of my friends that watch? And when I say something that's funny, you guys... And you, did you just laugh when I said it? Or were you more like my wife? Where when I say something, she looks at me with that look. So I wonder. What I Jesus... think Jesus is more like me. What? <laughs> really? It'd be like, that was kind of silly. I'll smile for you, but I'm not going to like heartily <laughs> laugh. I'm gracious enough to smile for you. But that's about as far as you're going to get. I think Jesus just lo- loves me a little bit more than you do. Oh, you think so? Yes. He has he agape. A he has more. agape love for me. And agape love means. Uh, uh, Sounds like a puppy. It's like agape? Guff- yeah. <laughs> guffaw. It's another name for guffaw. A guffaw is a really hard laugh at my jokes. Oh, guffaw. So he has, he has guffaw love. Guffaw okay. love for me. 
See, Carrie said good. Yes, right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anything else, my love? That's it. Thank you all for being with us, and we'll see you again soon. All right. We love you guys. God bless. God bless. 